0: Spoiler talk with Kelly is added at the end of the podcast. Thank you. hey everybody welcome back to the lucky dog podcast this is your host elias Roush. this podcast is sponsored by elias today we are discussing bird box on netflix this is a movie directed by susan breer and written by an original writer josh mallerman uh writer and uh sorry if i'm getting a little interference um what was I saying uh writer and uh I believe he is also in a band um lead singer actually of the high Strung. so Josh Mallerman um I'll give you a little bit of background about the Bird Box um novel it was a post-apocalyptic based written before the movie the happening and when i say that the happening in this bird box movie have a lot in common and so um with saying that um i'll try to dance around as much things as i can without going into too much detail giving you as much <clears throat> much uh, i'll give you as much information as i can without giving you you know the spoilers um as i normally do um i would say Netflix, once again, is fucking up the marketing on these um, on these movies they're distributing. Um, they're really pushing this as, um, I would say, a Quiet Place kind of-esque movie. And for anyone that's seen that, you know that it's a po- post-apocalyptic kind of, um, you know, the, kind of following this uh, family. So, we are following Sandra Bullock in this movie, and they're clearly marketing it like that, mostly showing just screenshots of her holding the kids with the blindfolds on, running through the woods. And as a viewer, that tells me absolutely nothing. If you don't know who Sandra Bullock is, then why the hell would I click on that, except for running through the woods with kids and with blindfolds? I mean, it it asks questions, but... Nothing about the marketing is making it, uh, I don't know, appealing to it's, it's not asking questions like, Hey, you know, what is this? What is this bird? Why, why is it called bird box? Why do we have the kids with the, no, nothing about it is enticing. It's not asking anything. And so if it's not asking anything, it's not engaging me as the audience. So I'm therefore was not that engaged, uh, before, um actually turning on the movie. Like I was absolutely not excited. I didn't think about it. It's just like, eh, it's Sandra Bullock. She has some good movies and then she has some not so good movies. So I was expecting somewhere in the middle. Um but with saying that, they are fucking up a lot of the marketing in my opinion. I think that they are really underselling the post post apocalyptic um notions that are with this. There are actors that are in this movie like like with with names you would recognize um that should be pushed to the front of the marketing And i don't understand why they're completely being sidelined um it doesn't make sense to me at all i i i I don't know i don't i i don't understand their reasoning for only pushing one image of the movie that really only sells, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's not a great interpretation of what's going on. It's very broad, but it's like, it makes me as the audience think that I'm just going to be sticking with the these people. Especially if I thought that this was going to be some sort of Quiet Place-esque movie. Um, let's go down the list real quick, hold on. Let me see so i got this wire in. oh so honestly it's the the marketing is kind of holding me back a little bit from being able to say too much let me see what the synopsis says and see and see if i can't give you a um, better interpretation of what it is okay so this is written by netflix in wake of an unknown global terror a mother must find her strength to flee with her children down a treacherous river or <laughs> down a treacherous river in search of safety. Due to unseen deadly forces, the perilous journey must be made blindly. Directed by Academy Award winner Susan Breer, Birdbox is a thriller starring Academy Award winner Sandra Bullock. And the rest of the people's names in this, I feel, sort of, um, sort of a spoiler. So if you weren't, uh, if you're, it's just like a tiny spoiler. If you don't want to know anybody who's in this movie, except for the Sandra Bullock character, I'd say go ahead and jump in. If you're a movie lover, jump in. If you're interested in A Quiet Place-esque, post-apocalyptic-esque, I'd say jump in. Um, it's not perfect. It does The writing and editing is a little choppy in many places, um, but I, I'd lie if, uh, well, I was entertained, but in a weird way. Like I felt like I was watching a four hour movie. It felt incredibly long and almost unnecessarily to a, to a fault. Honestly, like it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a t- two hour movie and it feels every bit, every bit of that. Um, so yeah, so, so for anyone, that is uh questioning this i think it's an it's an okay movie it got a six out of ten for me and i can explain better why it got that um rating in the spoiler section but um yeah for anyone that's not wanting to know any more about the premise or anyone else who is in this movie they're um they're welcome to come on back save the podcast and come on back. So I'm going to talk about the rest of the cast, and then we're going to go into the real spoiler section. So this isn't technically a spoiler section. This is for people do that don't want to know who's in the movie. Um, so um, if you don't, don't want to know who else is in the movie besides Sandra Bullock, um, pause it, come back. Um, okay, so we have Trevante Rhodes from um, Moonlight. He was the third um, individual who played... Um, who played um what's his face black um excellent actor clearly can act and he was one of the better uh better parts of what's it called uh predator the predator that was not that great of a movie honestly um john malkovich who plays douglas in this this was a big character that i knew i noticed right off the bat besides um besides her sister Who plays her sister Sarah Paulson, who plays Jessica, uh, John Malkovich? I was like, what the shit is he doing in this? Like, why is this high profile name in this movie, Sarah Paulson, Sandra Bullock? um, Even we had characters, um, even as BD Wong. Why are these really great actors not being um, pushed to um, the forefront of? Uh, what's being marketed of this. I mean, if, if I would have known that we would have had, um, a flashback style, um, you know, uh, storytelling, I might have been grasping onto this a little bit sooner. I had no idea that this was going to be the storytelling, the, the way it was going to be told. Um, I thought it was strictly going to be, we stay all in the post-apocalyptic timeline. And honestly, um, i think the pre-timeline is is where i preferred to preferred to have stayed within the timeline when i was watching it so um this movie was made for just shy of 20 million dollars and they probably could have put another 20 million dollars just for the marketing so we could know what the fuck it's about but um 20 million dollars is really cheap for a movie And for a movie that requires a lot of special effects, that talks about monsters, that talks about things, that talks about, you know, uh, a big entity, normally that requires big special effects, that requires big, you know, uh, requires um, money. And honestly, you can tell that this is made on a budget, but they use, they stretch that budget as much as they can. Okay? So... Um, when I say that, they, they, I can explain it better in the spoilers, but they, (laughs) they're limited by their budget in this, um, but we are gifted, on the other hand, with Sandra Bullock's amazing performance, which, uh, you know, helps counteract that kind of stuff. Um, let me see who else we have. Anyone else that you would know? Okay, so... I think we got just about everybody taken care of. I was really befuddled about the writing, by the writing in this. It felt like, uh, well, the writing was a little, like, direct. Like, it was directly on, like, it, um... Like I could almost tell which character was gonna do what before they did it, and it was kind of for tro- it, kind of predictable, is what I would say. Um, and it was predictable in the wrong tropes, you know. The, it's the, it takes all the tropes of post-apocalyptic movies and uh, zombie movies as well, and kind of uses those to the, it, it, its advantage. Um, but um, let me see, Eric Heiser... Heiser or. Er, wrote the screenplay and he is the same writer that is responsible for bringing us arrival which i don't understand because that felt like such a smart smartly written movie and much uh much the pacing in the movie uh for arrival was a lot better first of all but and it was and it was about two hours as well for some reason, the pacing and the writing in this Bird Box movie just felt all over the place, and uh, just not that great. In, in many cases, the editing did not help it; did not give it any uh, favors. You know the uh, I, the the damn um, the damn editing about fucked this whole movie up. I would say. Um, I mean, there, there's one part Kelly and I were literally watching this movie, and all of a sudden, one character is talking about one of his plans, and then the next next moment, he's uh, he or she is is tied up, and and it it's all because they wanted to, and it it's nothing, none of that is explained at all. It, it's like a, an entire ten minute scene is cut, and it's just it's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. So let me hop into the spoilers because it's practically impossible to talk about this without, you know, spoiling um the rest of it. So, let's get to it. Uh I'm sorry if you had to to watch this Bird Box movie, but hopefully this um review helps you uh, examine a couple things that might have not worked for you or or I could be wrong. I could be on the opposite side. You know, you you could say this was a pretty great movie and I or is a pretty, you know, not so good movie and I, you know, could be vice versa. Let's just hear it. So, from here on we're doing spoilers of bird box okay everybody so biggest problem in this is the character development with um sandra bullock and the kids there's absolutely next to what feels like none um there's way too much time well there's there's these these flashbacks that are happening in in between the main storyline of them floating down the river and when everything that was happening in the before timeline was pretty interesting in my opinion we had Sarah Paulson acting crazy she goes on this like suicidal rant thing um everybody's like trying to kill themselves it uh it it is a little insensitive kind of when it comes to suicide and that type of thing so if you were in that if you were ever um sensitive about that type of stuff i could see how that might affect some people um but the uh the movie the happening had a very similar premise with this uh entity like causing people to kill themselves of or or something you know or make them want to kill other people or something like that it is very similar in premise and evidently this was written before the happening which was kind of interesting but it kind of gave me that feeling but with zombies except there's hardly any there's There is no monster. I mean, by now you've already watched this. There's no fucking monster. It's like some sort of dark shadow or wispy leaves. It's like nothing. And I was just like, what the fuck is the budget for this movie? Because they're seriously pulling a quiet place. But instead of a a quiet place, uh, and I, I don't think it's a spoiler alert to say that there's monsters in a quiet place. And there's budget to show them. Um I don't think that's a spoiler at all but th- there's no fucking budget to show the damn things in this movie so they're crying over nothing and it um it's a little irritating and there's certain scenes that sort of are crazy with um the suspense and uh, you know them letting strangers in to the house uh BD Wong's house um and uh John Malkovich of course not trusting them and of course he they should have trusted John Malkovich. I knew all that was going to happen. It was so foretold. But um um it was a little intense the way that it, it all just like went down. The way they took out each one of these individuals from this house. Well, the it just felt like all right, we got to get everybody out. So two of them are going to leave, two of them are going to get killed, some of them are going to some they have to be dumb. They have to play dumb and it kind of pisses me off, like there's no reason for one character to just truck himself into a door um to save to save the rest of the people there was there's I don't understand when the character tries to all of a sudden all right, I guess I'm gonna have to be the hero and take the bomb you know make the bomb explode while the rest of the team gets out that I don't feel like the majority of people are like that um and that might be my opinion, but, um, I feel like people are a little bit more pragmatic now. They think of the way they can, um, fix a problem without having to commit suicide or something like that. You know, it's just, uh, it was, it was kind of, kind of ridiculous the way some of these people went out. Um, it was, it also felt like it was kind of PG-13-ish in the way that it was, um, shot. It did, like, it, it was some blood, but not a lot of, like, Nothing that was like, oh my god, I can't watch this. There's nothing nothing to that degree. It's rated R, but um, honestly, I felt like it could have been a little bit more grotesque. Um, might have been the... Not grotesque, but it could have been a little bit more violent. It just felt like they... Instead of showing somebody get stabbed, they would, they would get stabbed behind a door or not show it at all. And that's the affordable way to do this. <laughs> so, I was thinking that this might have benefited from having um, a mini-series instead of a movie. I really think that the, let's say there's, let's hypothetically say that there's a Bird Box mini-series, there'd be a lot more time to explore the character of Sandra Bullock, kind of why she was kind of mopey in the beginning. I don't really, if she was kind of depressed about, you know, her lover's leaving and all that type of stuff. And she's living the, with her sister and we get some decent world build, building at the beginning you know with explaining all of this but the way that everything goes to to the next point you know like all of a sudden we're going to uh to John Malkovich and BD Wong's place and all of a sudden we're uh going to the grocery store and all of a sudden we're um we lose two characters because they steal the car and the food and it in it, it it felt very just um Ah, uh, just last minute thinking kind of thing like they were writing it on like they had to write a couple things on the spot bd wong i think they were in the house for like three days or something like that and then all of a sudden he's like oh yeah we have a uh, um we have cameras in the house and we can see outside and between those three days the only thing we get is some weird explanation of uh Charlie, played by um, the one guy from Get Out, he's pretty funny. Um, let me see what his name is. I think it was like Lil Ray or something like that. Lil Rel Howery plays Charlie. Um, he's from he's the hilarious guy from Get Out. Um, but um, yeah, so for some reason he has all this exp- expository uh, information just about like the entities and the monsters that don't really. Uh, that I guess are there, but don't physically exist. Um, he just knows everything about it. And he just, it just blurts it all out. Just like, and, and someone even calls him on it. They're like, how do you know this working at a grocery store? And he's like, I'm writing a book about it. It's like, it's, they don't have very good explanation for what, what is going on in my opinion. Um, anything else? Anything else? the, calling them boy, calling them girl, and then the way that it was explained at the end, oh my gosh, I talked to to Kelly about this a little bit. I might have to attach that conversation um, at the end of this. But it was freaking ridiculous the way they explained boy and girl. I mean, I didn't feel connection to these kids even even when we were watching them. But to make things worse was um, she was like she's drowning, she's, she's falling, she's in a river, and they're all scattered in the river because the boat has tipped over, and she's yelling, bye, girl! It's like, could you not, in five years, give them a damn name? Is just some sort of, like, big metaphor for them not being able to cope with parenthood or something, and I just, I just did not understand that. I, I, sort of felt the um relationship between Sandra Bullock and Gervonte Rhodes characters but um I don't know I just felt a little like we were missing something like we they were trying to push their characters very close and it sort of worked eventually I could I could see how it would work you know after a while but I felt like we were kind of um it was like a show don't tell kind of situation like I really thought that um, we had to show the development not explain the development you know i don't know it's uh i don't know it, there was a lot of problems in this movie and it really harkened back to just the lack the weird writing the war, the just the wacky storytelling in this to be honest and uh they, the weird combination of the happening like meets the walking dead and it's, it's kind of somewhere in between there. But, uh, yeah. And, and it's got the, the the A Quiet Place vibes or, or, and stuff like that. It it really makes me appreciate A Quiet Place, honestly. I felt like they just did it so much better. And I would say, you know, if you hadn't seen that by now, I'd say definitely do A Quiet Place over this. Um, but I guess this is a interesting alternative for those that haven't seen it. And, um, hmm i don't know just the whole blinding aspect was not that interesting to me i because we didn't know what we were looking at it was very difficult to relate to them um in in the happening i'm sort of spoiling it but uh I'm, i i think they find out i i'm i'm doing to do this quick spoiler for um the happening anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't give a shit just 15 seconds skit but we find out that it's uh it's earth and it's air and or something like that it's the leaves that are making everybody commit suicide and happening and so just like that we find out in this we 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 find out that it's their biggest fears that are trying to make them commit suicide of some sort and which didn't really correlate to me because all of a sudden throughout the whole movie they're hearing the voices of their past loved ones and stuff like that i don't know over the course of how long i, I don't know however long the movie is but every time that the, the monsters would get close the birds would go crazy and so you knew they they were there but they would bring up your worst fears of some sort i i felt like we didn't really understand what her worst fear was except for maybe being alone and uh I don't know just the fact that she's like all right I'm uh, I, I'm you know we're going to school of the blind now and all of a sudden they don't have fears they don't see the monsters it doesn't it doesn't make sense it does not make sense if it's, if it feeds on your fear it shouldn't matter if you're blind or not that's 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 the, that's the thing and so um honestly I I, I think I just saw my own riddle I, it doesn't make sense and going to the school of the blind is not going to keep away the fears of everyone it doesn't make sense at all unless it's some weird metaphor which probably is but anyways the um <laughs> it, it's it it seriously doesn't make sense and when we walked in that school of the blind i was like oh my god this is ridiculous and then she sits down and she's explaining uh to her doctor what the fuck is her doctor do i I was like, this would happen. It was like, of course she has to see somebody that she knows in there. Uh, her damn doctor. Dude, just... Why would you see you, the doctor in this school of the blind place where everyone's huddled up, and there's like maybe 50 people in there, if that. And, uh, and she gets to explain that she has two children with her, and one of them's named the same mother of her friend. It's... Uh, you know, Olympia and Tom, I was like, this just dropped a letter grade from seven to a six. Cause this is goddamn ridiculous. There's ways that I think that could have worked. It just didn't. And everything about it just made me feel just, I, I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was just like, this is so ridiculous. Um, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Check out the Lucky Dog Podcast. We have a ton of other podcasts, movies, video games, uh, other 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 related podcasts. Uh, Jesus Christ, man! I don't know why I'm getting so much reception. Uh, inter- uh, uh, sorry. Uh, we have Spider Man into the Spider Verse, Logan Noir, Aquaman, Titans, Aqua. Sorry, Aqu- oh, I say Aquaman. American Vandal, Daredevil, Overlord, Fortnite, Red Dead Redemption 2, Amazon Prime Video is released Homecoming, and we have already covered that. Episodes 1 through 10 list, are available on the Lucky Dog Podcast. Check us out, the Lucky Dog Podcast you at gmon.com. Dadies. Under no circumstance, are you allowed to take off your blindfold? Do you hear that? So, Kelly, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: tell me, tell me why, (laughs) why you enjoyed Bird Box. I need to have a differing opinion in case people went through most of this um, podcast thinking, oh my gosh, he's just railing against it and there's nothing good, nothing positive to say about it. Tell me some good things about it. Tell me why
1: you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Starting off, I did not enjoy it. I've. I want to say until they got almost clear to the end of the river, it. I wasn't enjoying it up until then. I. I mean, I was, but I was so anxious to know what the fuck was going to happen next. And considering you had already watched it, I just wanted you to tell me. Right. But I. I'm glad that you didn't. Um. I most. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Sandra Bullock's character.
0: Why? What about her, uh,
1: To me, portrayal I, she kept, was she, appealing. she kept, she stayed in character the entire time. Whereas okay. yeah. other people, I'm trying to think. I guess Tom did too. Right. But I feel like with Olympia. Okay. She, she was just a dumb character. I hated her. Yeah. She, I, I didn't like her. Right. Um, the mother. Who was the bald guy whose wife walked out into... The... John Malkovich. What was he's, his...
0: He's, he's the actor.
1: Okay, but what was his name? What was his... I, didn't like him. Him. I, I didn't like him. I didn't like him. I thought him. his performance
0: was good, but he kind of played the guy, the doubter, you know? Yeah. I felt like... Uh, my thing about this movie was that it was kind of predictable. Yeah. And that there wasn't enough growth within the characters.
1: It was predictable? I, I didn't find it predictable. Oh, okay. I, I didn't.
0: Well, I found... Yeah, I think I did say I I found it predictable because I knew, um, well we we knew we lost half the cast by the end of it. Yeah. So we, I
1: well,
0: I thought the way we that had two, so we had no was, idea where the fuck no. they
1: went. We don't know what happened to um.
0: Right, MGK and uh, the police officer lady. Yeah. Um, which I would have felt like it would have made more sense if we brought them back later, maybe in the gang or something like that yeah. that was going around hunting people. I felt like there wasn't enough explained within this and there wasn't enough growth for there to be uh, for me to give it a higher rating. You know, I, I did
1: some questions. I mean, I had questions at the end that I don't even know if a bird box two could answer.
0: I undoubtedly think we're going to get a bird box, too. I don't know really? with Sandra Bullock. I don't know.
1: Why not? She's
0: going to ask for a lot of money is my thing. Um, but I definitely think that there's going to be a bird box, too. This this one's a this one's a a, a phenomenal hit from like a, a meme culture. It's yeah. become like ingrained in you know society as like a a a foot stamp, you know. Yeah. I mean, people are walking around driving with blindfolds on right now. You know. What? Be, uh, I mean, it's something called the bird box challenge. I mean. Netflix is telling people not to walk around and do stuff with blindfolds on. I fucking hate people. I mean, you know that was eventually going to happen. but No, I didn't. (laughs) No, I
1: didn't. I had... It did not, you know... Occur to you. It didn't pop up in my head. You know what? This movie is so hilarious. These memes are so fucking good. We have to do a challenge. Well,
0: I'm... Okay, so even if you hadn't seen the movie... The memes made it to where you wanted to see it, right? They to, did, yeah. So that you wanted to be ingrained in, in the culture, right? Yeah. So, did you think there was proper growth within Sandra Bullock's character? From her at the beginning. I thought she went from mopey at the beginning to still mopey at the end. I didn't feel like there was character growth. or if there was... That's
1: what I meant. There, I wouldn't call that her not having character growth, but like... She, who she was at the beginning of the movie was who she was at, at the end up until the point where she thought she was going to lose the children.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So the she whole, had, the whole thing was riding off of like, okay, you're going to have to look and, uh, you know, I'm going to choose which one's going to do it. And ultimately she doesn't choose e- either. And it's kind of anti anticlimactic, but with them just falling in the river and them just washing up shore, you know? Yeah. there didn't there wasn't like a I think I I, honestly, I talked I to think, you about I this think I was for like
1: some reason for me it would have just been better if if it could have went a different direction with them not falling out of the boat.
0: Well, I just wanted them to like I think I told you all this off air, but I wanted there to be some uh there was a big moment where she was like, you know, I want to be your mother kind of thing, you know, there was, you know, where she was spilling out her, her, her soul. And, but I felt like she needed to take her blind. Did she take her blindfold off when she was, I don't feel like she took her blindfold. She should.
1: Yeah. You and I discussed that. I don't, I don't think she needed to.
0: You see, I felt like she, to confront the fear of being a mother, or if that was the metaphor, then I think she should have taken off the, the blindfold to look for the kids is my thing, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um. Does that make sense? Would but that... then
1: how? But then we know for a fact that she either one she would have killed herself, or two, she would have forced the children to look, and then they would have all died. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Is the love of of her children is gonna make her overcome the, no. the fear of the, I of, the mo- I of the monster. I, I mean, that's essentially what happened with Tom. I mean, he went all. Th- there were some people that immediately went into a tranquil state you know they were like they er to a suicidal state and yeah. then tom went went like ape shit he was like army man for like 10 minutes and then he decides to Uh, off so-called shoot himself. I think that Tom might be coming back for a bird box too if we want to have more. We didn't see the body.
1: We didn't see the body, but we heard the gunshot. That implies that he shot himself. What else did he shoot?
0: Gotta know the rules. Gotta know the rules of cinema. They can always bring him back. I mean, we've seen him in shows like Hannibal, the crazy types of kills that people have come back from. I mean, and we didn't even see anyone get shot in this, you know?
1: Yeah, we didn't see him or Charlie get shot.
0: So, um, yeah, so they could bring a they could bring back both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I You're like, "Damn it."
1: I told one of the girls that I work with that, and she was like, "You're so hopeful." Oh. <laughs> that was her response when I told her. I was like, "But hold on." I was like, "My my boyfriend said that, you know, technically we did not see his body, dead body. We didn't see We his didn't dead see the body. body. We didn't see the body. So, therefore, they could bring him back for a bird Box too and she was like you're so hopeful <laughs>
0: that <laughs> like, was funny because you were the skeptic thanks. when i was telling you you're like know. that's never gonna happen well, and I was i'm like,
1: still skeptical about it but you know well
0: okay so like uh, when i recorded this this was way before i listened to any reviews i've heard two or three reviews saying they kind of wish this would have been a mini series
1: i'm gl- no i'm fucking glad it wasn't
0: oh uh, what if it was four episodes
1: okay and so each an hour each an hour okay Sunday, every Sunday or something? Like four Sundays in a movie? A miniseries,
0: four, four episodes and you're done.
1: Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't like that being a movie.
0: Okay. Well, you see, my thing with it being a m- miniseries, not many miniseries are $19 million. That's a hell of a budget for a small miniseries. But $19 million for a movie, now that is pretty small. Mm. Okay. Um. In comparison, did you didn't see the happening, did you? No. Oh, uh, it's a very similar premise um as as bird box yeah you know something makes you kill yourself you don't really understand what and there's no monster gotcha so that movie was done for 60 million Mm dollars this was done for 19 yeah and i I mean that's a fraction that's a fraction of it Mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is when you use a small budget you show a lot less things i mean if you think about it a lot of this was constricted to small locations very uh, you know solidified one you know in the house on the boat you know they, they they weren't going they were in the street maybe one time when it was chaotic at the beginning you remember yeah and i thought that was like the most interesting part in my opinion i thought the the breakdown of Society was the most interesting part. I like. I was glued to the TV when everybody yeah, was losing their when minds. everyone
1: was going ape
0: Yeah, and uh, the rewatchability on this is. Good I thought too.
1: I thought it was pretty cool seeing Tom drive through after all of that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I like. I enjoyed uh, parts like that. The first time I was really on the edge of my seat, but then the second time I realized that they were really constrained by their budget when they're trying to show the the monster. All they have is that beeping thing. Uh, you know the mm-hmm. the. The proximity sensors. Yeah. And,
1: uh...
0: Telling you that it's near the car. Yeah, you're like, They're like... <gasps> and, uh... Little Ray's about to have a heart attack in the back. But, I mean, when they show the outside of the car, it's just the camera, like, circling all over the car as if we're the first person... As if we are the monster, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, damn, they are really trying to stretch this budget. So...
1: Hey, dude, it's... I was it's, just, it's a fucking movie called Bird Box.
0: Okay, it, it, it's... it's it is bridging the boundaries between a cinema, a cinematic movie on uh, in in theaters, yeah, and movies on television. You know, just like yeah. like a lifetime movie or something like that. It's, I'd say, it's right in the middle. It's it's where it belongs on Netflix. Yeah. Um. What do you What do you think about the School of the Blind, real quick?
1: I thought that was interesting. I mean, because I know you were like, "How did they? How did they survive? Why is it that you know?" Them being blind saves them from the monster, but to me that's that's an ob- that's an obvious answer. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I because well,
1: they don't fucking see it. <laughs> well, <laughs> they can't look at well, it.
0: Okay, it was just like the rules were just kind of like written as they went. So what I heard was in the uh, in the real in the ending in the novel, apparently they're scooping. There's there it's implied that they're scooping people's eyes out. Um, but that was not even foretold at all at this. Scooping so. them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, Taking
1: I'm, little fucking spoons I'm, and just I'm, scooping, plopping eyeballs it,
0: out. It, it just like an ice cream shop, you know? Just, oh, <laughs> God. No, apparently that's what was going on.
1: Hey, and, I mean, that would have saved a shit ton of people.
0: Okay, so <laughs> what didn't make sense to me was Little Ray... Charles, or whatever his name was. Charlie. Charlie. Lil Ray Char- I don't think his name is Lil Ray Charlie. His, his real name's Lil Ray something. And we just add is Charlie. It,
1: are you saying Lil Ray? I don't know. Or Lil Ray?
0: I don't know. No oh. one knows. His name's fucking Charlie. All right, so... Ch- his
1: name is Deadass Charlie, because he's dead.
0: <laughs> okay, so, about Charlie.
1: He died. <laughs> Did... <laughs>
0: why what why why is he the guy that gives all the random exposition i've watched it twice and it does not make sense just because he's he's writing a book it does not make sense for him to be the all source of knowledge now there's no one else that says it all he needed to say was my grandpa told me
1: he's an old ass man who works in a grocery store stays on the fucking internet probably stays reading fucking books and stuff little ray Charlie?
0: Old ass?
1: You know what man. I mean? He's he had fucking gray hair.
0: Grey hair? <laughs> he
1: had gray hair. Lil'
0: Ray is like thirty-five.
1: We're talking about Charlie who killed himself for the sake of everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have just seen seen the look. You should give him this look. <laughs> She's like he
1: mother. is at least
0: 50. I'm looking it up right now. and oh, what, so so I, His
1: character, not how old he is in real life, because that don't make a fuck. What was the age of his character?
0: I'm telling you. Because
1: I can tell you right now. My Uncle Tommy. Charlie reminds me of my Uncle Tommy. <laughs> oh my gosh. My, if my Uncle Tommy... Ever got put in that stuck what? in this fucking kind of situation, he would know right what now? to tell every fucking body. He would be like, I read this shit on the intranet and I read it in fucking books and we all about to die.
0: Don't know how <laughs> this <guy's... laughs> But he's not no <laughs> fifty.
1: Okay. Forty-seven. <laughs> God, damn it.
0: Damn it. All right. Um. <laughs> so, I just wanted one line of exposition to say my grandpa's been telling me this or something like that. You know. Yeah. That's all I need. I mean,
1: it would have been cool if we could have met the fucking grandpa. <laughs> I'm like, hey, why is this happening? Why'd you tell him that?
0: <laughs> oh, 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 that's what I'm saying. Is they needed some sort? I just felt like him saying he was writing a book on and he worked at the grocery store did not, uh, did not make it, did not make it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, um, School of the Blind worked worked for you, and <laughs> last but not least, Olympia and Tom, the children. No, no,
1: no. Last but not least, the fucking doctor made it there. <laughs>
0: how? Yeah, no, 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 that that dropped it a letter Why grade. Why did me. we not get <laughs> to see how she made
1: it there? Why her, but not Tom? <laughs> Tom didn't make it, but that bitch, the doc- <laughs> the the OB doctor, made it. When I'm
0: <laughs> well, Okay, so they had to have someone there for her to say, "This is Olympia. This is Tom." Okay. okay, I know it. The fact that that lady's there does not make any sense, in my opinion. It there's no way she probably would have lived, especially, especially like how everyone was dying. It felt like everyone was dying at the hospital first. You yeah. Know? Um. So, I don't know. What do? You, what would you like in a bird box too? No, no, no. Tell me Olympia and Tom first. Did you did you like those names? Not not the actual names. Did you like the fact she named them those
1: names? Now, the fact that she named the boy Tom, I can get over. Because it was after, to her, someone who she loved and, you know, <laughs> like, I can understand that. Okay,
0: so she had a relationship for five years with that we didn't get to see.
1: Yeah, sure. And so... <laughs> For one, the name Olympia pisses me off.
0: All right, you just offended everyone named Olympia now. So, first let of all, let me say it oh like no. I mean it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, now. It was so smooth. Um,
1: I didn't, I didn't like the fact that she named the the girl Olympia. I'd rather her keep calling her girl.
0: Yeah, and I don't even. It, it was just something about the the little bow tie they had at the end. You know. This is Tom, this is Olympian. this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Put credit and done. Hey, you know, it's like, what the
1: fuck? I guess, oh, oh, hold on, okay. I take some of what I said back about the doctor, because I, I guess someone who saw how she was not excited to become a mother. Right. I'm, I, I guess I am kind of glad that they brought one of those. Like, that person got to see
0: her i wish we would have even seen her in the house loving the children i wish we would have seen her with the house in the house and maybe we thought she died at the grocery store hey
1: uh
0: the the doctor doctor. yeah like i would have wanted her to be on the trip so we can get some like emotional resonance with this person at the very end
1: just Mm like yeah we don't even get to see how she left the hospital
0: yeah, I I just feel like this would have been I think in a, bird box, by a longer time. I think by a longer t- runtime.
1: I don't know that it would be called bird box two, but I wish I it would be nice for something to come out to show us shit that, you know, fill in gaps.
0: Yeah. I mean there's five years that are not explained. Yeah. I mean there's five years of Sandra Bullock boy, girl, and Tom that we could be going back and looking at. I mean in, That would be pretty cool. In uh the DGA podcast, uh, Directors Guild of America or whatever, or Association, I don't remember. But anyways, the uh, they interview all the directors and stuff. They mm-hmm. interviewed the director of Bird Box, and she said that they had t- they had tried to put a montage of them, you know, showing cooking, very similar to what they did in uh, Bir- uh, A Quiet Place, yeah. you know, showing them the lifestyle that they were living. But they said that it, it brought the movie to such a halt that they couldn't do that. So they do they do have a small montage of them showing from you know right when it's just Tom. Damn, Santa they Blaine.
1: could have put that in at the end or something.
0: I mean, in my opinion, the movie felt like it was already 4 hours long and it was only a 2-hour movie. It felt yeah. so long in my opinion.
1: When it could have could have been put in at the end when she's standing there with the kids and she's looking around at all the people and realizing, you know, we're finally safe and then it could have like gave her some flashback or something.
0: Right, right, right. That would have been cool. It, uh, I they, They've they left their, left some room for them to do that. But that's what I'm saying is I almost would have wished I could have watched this in two two-hour segments. And we would have seen so much more information. Maybe even see what happened to, you know, side characters that ran away. Yeah. Find out why the hell the gang is able to leave their eyes open. You know?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, like what...
0: There was a lot of what questions. What kind of past do they get? Yeah, yeah. I mean...
1: They're not blind.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it, it doesn't really make much sense to me And uh, when it comes down to it, mostly because were, we're hindered by budget and time. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope this was uh, a good, you know, feedback for people that were really enjoying the movie and were not too happy with, you know, with my so-so review. Hopefully. No,
1: you did a fine review, Ben. But...
0: Did, you, did you like it? Yeah. Okay, I mean... Your
1: review was great.
0: I tried... You don't to...
1: have to fucking love and be obsessed and wear a blindfold because of this <laughs> fucking movie for your review to be good.
0: <laughs> I, I just wanted it to be a, a fair review, and I wanted to have both sides covered equally. So, um, thank you for coming on, Kelly.
1: Thank you for having me.